This is the New Blue Review with Benji Schulman. You're listening to 101.9 High FM, and I'm happy to say that uh, we have with us on the show today, as we always do, Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa. Hi, Rob. Good morning, Benji. I'm well, and you? I'm doing very, very well. Now, Rob, you have an invitation from the Finance Standing Committee requesting input on the revised fiscal framework and revenue proposals from the midterm budget speech. How do you put that on the line of an email? <laughs> very, very good question. It is quite a mouthful, isn't it? Basically, I would say this is your opportunity to comment on the budget proposals as proposed in the budget speech, <laughs> to, to put it in any in, in easier way. <laughs> in, in English, you mean? In English, yes, yeah, and not in government, government speak at all, yeah. So, it, so it, yeah. Hmm. So, no, what no, is, so, so you were, okay, so that's, that's what it actually means. Uh, yeah. The, the budget is generally being commented on so far as being almost fairly standardized, not that many, uh, big changes. Is anything jumping out at you that you think maybe people might want to consider uh, commenting on that is of importance? Yeah, there are quite a few, quite a few things that uh, public should be aware of, and that is changes to certain taxation laws, the way SARS can uh, do assessments now uh, on on your behalf. If you don't submit a tax return, SARS can make an estimate, and in certain cases you won't be able to contest that. So at all, I think public should be well aware of, of the limitations of that. Also, there are certain um, uh, clauses in the Division of Revenue Amendment Bill, which is part of the midterm budget speech, and that it explains how the budget is allocated to to municipalities, to provincial governments, and to social uh, social projects as well. And there's a lot of um, uh, things which might have gone under the radar in in the budget speech, which you just mentioned in in general, such as uh, 11 billion has been set aside for the presidential youth employment initiative. In fact, uh, I'd say around uh, 74 billion has been been put aside for uh, uh, public employment programs, of which the youth employment program is is one. And they list all the different programs where where the budget allocations will be spent. And this uh, call for comment is an opportunity for the public to decide whether the, the budget has been allocated correctly. If it has, if there's too much going to one one division or not enough going to another, this is the time for the public to actually make a noise about that. And there's a lot you of know, others. Especially when you consider that, um, you know, cities are about to become governed by these coalitions. Uh, and, and exactly how much money goes to those sorts of authorities is going to be very important as well. So Absolutely. I think there's, there's an, an added factor in uh, there on that side. Definitely. That, that is absolutely correct. All, although the national budget doesn't determine how municipalities or provinces allocate their budget, there is a general pool from which they can pull from as allocated by Treasury in the midterm budget speech and obviously the Division of Revenue Amendment Bill. So it's quite an important document, really, and people should have their say. A government is might be unaware of, of other issues or or social issues that are are uh, present, then they also need a budget allocation as as such. Right. So that's the the sort of uh, finance stuff, getting into the weeds on the numbers, but. Uh... Rob, you're not about getting involved in the politics of beauty pageants, I see. 
and uh, the government uh, sent out a statement last night saying it won't support uh, Miss SA going to Israel. She doesn't really need government support. The government doesn't actually add in anything. It's a, a private entity. Uh, so, so how do you see uh, potentially public participation operating on, on a decision like this? I think public participation in this instance is vital, absolutely vital. You know, our, our government has put out a blanket statement on on the public's behalf, saying South Africa does not support the the Miss Universe pageant being held in in Israel, which is really not the view of of the public or of South Africans in in general, or in fact of of the government. It's come from one one division of government, so. Are they speaking for the people? Well, let's find out through a, a proper public participation process and find out what the general public actually does does feel about that. And we'll definitely be launching a uh, – today, in fact, we'll launch a public participation process asking people, do they feel South Africa should be attending or participating in the Miss Universe in Israel? Uh, do you feel it is correct? Do you not feel it? Or do you have some other, some other opinion? And then let's find out the real views of South Africans as represented by, by our government. And let's present that to, to the government as well and find out what the truth is here. Yeah, Rob, I think it's a very important point because as you say, it's not as if when the, because this, this was done by Minister Natian Tetwa, he is the um, Minister of of arts and culture, and one who I should say has been criticized very heavily for not doing very much in the arts and culture sphere. And interestingly, if this was even a sporting issue, this might uh, come bring him into a lot of serious conflict with, say, FIFA and all these sorts of places, because they, in sports, uh, government politics and interference is not considered very uh, uh, favorable, not something that you really want to see. Uh, but I guess because this is a beauty pageant, things are a little bit more informal. In, in any case, you have this minister, he hasn't done a great job uh, in in terms of arts and culture. A lot of artists, as you know, have been protesting outside the offices uh, of his uh, office because of the way that they handled the coronavirus. But really, in some respects, it sounds to me like he's representing either his own view or maybe the view of the ANC at best. But but to call to say that this is the view of all South Africans is quite a, quite a stretch uh, if he's trying to claim legitimacy on this issue. Without a doubt, yeah, but it is quite concerning when, when, when a government or one department in a government claims to be being, being shown or evidence or evidence thereof, and there's no doubt it's it's the view of the ANC, and you know we've got to look at that holistically. The ANC is not the total government. The government is made up of of various parties, various opinions, and various uh, public opinion and and input as well. So, you know. We, what I like what um, what the CEO of of the of Nine Squared actually said, which is the organisation that that is hosting it, um, Stephanie Stephanie Wheel, she says that we are not a political organisation and the Miss Universe pageant is not a politically inspired event. That's absolutely correct. Why are we bringing politics into this and trying to? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's almost place mud on the face of the of Miss South Africa. Really, should it, shouldn't it be up to her as a private individual to make a statement? Yeah, absolutely. It is very, very interesting and uh, one which we will be following. So, so you say, Rob, you're launching that process today. Uh, and then are you going to hand it over to someone or, or send an email? How, how does it work? It's not really a parliamentary issue. 
it's not really a parliamentary issue, but we still want to present the views of, of the public to, to the government. So we'll collate all that, we'll produce a report, and all the public input will be presented to, to the Minister of, of Sport and Recreation, as well as to, to the Presidency. Well, that is definitely uh, quite uh, interesting, and it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Rob Hutchinson is from the from from dear South Africa, and you're listening to the New Blue Review with me, Benji Shulman. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. One hundred one point nine Chai FM. We are talking today to Rob Hutchinson from dear South Africa. Rob, I'm assuming uh, if people want to comment. On the finance bill or indeed on the government's decision on Miss SA, they can just go to the website and have a look? Absolutely, they can. Uh, all, the, all the campaigns, all information and the participation platform is all available on dearsouthafrica.co.za. Okay, so that is where you can go. Uh, Rob, coming up uh, in the week, uh, you have your, your show, the Dear Parliament show. Uh, we're still in the throes of coalition building. Uh, they have to have announced what happens by Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, uh, that all does have to happen. Um, it will be rather interesting to find out what the coalition agreements are and who's going to be leading or or so on. Uh, particular Of particular interest would be uh, the uh, Herman Shabas, Action SA and the EFF, although we've seen back and front and flip-flopping going on there, whether they will uh, form a coalition with them or not. Um, the latest thing is they won't. But it's a rather interesting time ahead as many municipalities are going to be facing a coalition government. Yeah, absolutely. It is very interesting because there was a kind of start where where the ANC was doing some negotiation, the EFF was doing some negotiation. But I see some uh, suggestions today that all of the sort of littler parties, if you could call them that, are getting together for a discussion. So that could be quite interesting. Uh, I believe it was the DA, the uh, FF+, Plus, the ACDP, COPE, IFP, and the Patriotic Alliance, uh, which in some metros is actually enough to uh, to form a coalition without the ANC and the EFF. It is, and that's that's going to be great. I think that's it's about time that um, the ruling party didn't have the majority and it was placed under a bit of pressure by, by a coalition. The trick here will be to see if the coalitions can work together and, and come to quick resolutions and quick solutions. And I hope they do. Yeah, and certainly it would be a very interesting uh, state of affairs if, if, you know, if you were to have, for example, a Chwane, uh, Johannesburg, uh, maybe one of the other West Rand or Kuru, any type places, all not under EFF ANC control, what that would do to the dynamics of, of a variety of things in our politics. Definitely. Well, it certainly uh, in- increases transparency and accountability as the, the parties will no doubt keep an eye on, on, on each other. When, when there's one majority party, you do some, tend to have a problem with transparency and accountability as they, they can literally get away with a lot more without any, any party interfering or having a powerful enough voice to, to do something about it. So yeah, but, I think. I take it that your show will then be focusing on that this without week. Without a doubt. With something else on, 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 that you've got in mind. Without a doubt, Benji. Without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly would expect, uh, nothing else. Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa, thank you so much for joining us on the new Blue Review as always, and we'll, we'll chat to you again next week. Fantastic, Benji. Have a wonderful, wonderful week further.